if I knew what we know, then I could tell you what we know and if someone else knows, okay? I mean, it's just... I've just got to be more specific. The how is simple enough. It's the why that troubles me. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. It's uh, 151 of Mullins Ain't, podcast of rambling, randomness. Randomness! Randomness! And today is another versus episode. Who we think is the better? Comedians. Zane's got his four. I got my four. I got my four. And uh, again, we're going to leave some stuff up to you guys online. It's, it's a couple. We got a couple on the music from last week. So uh, I checked a couple of them, and... and they don't make any. You're sense. not helpful. No, not I'm at sorry. all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I try. I'm pretty sure you don't listen. You don't listen. And two, you, you, you know, even more like, what is the better year, 1982 or 1994? And we 1980s. 1983. Like what? I I think 1990 is. <laughs> I feel like that's that's you know, great. But, but Drew, I give Drew most credit in the world. Yeah, he gives. Great answers he does. for any questions you may have. Also, his movie he watched the other night, it's one of the weirdest fucking movies I've ever seen. And it, it leaves me with, with tingle, tingles up my back. It's a movie called it, Frozen. And it's not the Let It Go version. No, no. It's a it's a very, very creepy film about getting stuck on a chairlift, which is a <laughs> fear that I have had for many years. Yeah, we're <laughs> being a skier. Getting stuck on a chairlift when you're like 25, 30 feet in the oh, air, that's I'm, not something you want to be. And I'm afraid of heights, so, uh, and I used to work on top the of the The wolves, on the other hand, in that movie are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, they, don't, they don't need to put the wolves in there. No. It's bad enough to be stuck on a chairlift. Now you got wolves hanging out underneath <laughs> you. Got to fight off wolves while you're while, at it. While you're on a chairlift, does not, it's, it's not safe, for one. Um, you know, something shake around, you can fall. But I'm already getting off track because it's random. It is random, and that's what we do. So, you know, we're gonna we're gonna play you guys uh, some clips from some of our favorite. Uh, Where can they find us? They can find us at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. You can find us all over the interwebs. You know, on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that, what have you. Uh, you can find us on the YouTube's. Go ahead and just search up Digital Zone Entertainment, and you can find us on iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify. Anchor.fm, you know, especially for podcasts, by the way. iTunes, uh, 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 Amazon. Uh, 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 you can find us basically wherever the they play podcasts. And if you follow us, that shit will get in there every week. You yeah. won't even have to look for it. It'll just It'll pop just right pop up. up for you and say, hey, Mullen Zane's got a new hour and a half or so of talking. Yup. And, and, I should listen to that because I ain't got nothing better to do and, in my life. And, and honestly, that's sad for you. It is. And and, and once you, uh, you know, listen to this week's episode, why don't you go ahead and <laughs> check out some old episodes that I post up there, too. 
uh, 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 you know, because I'm slowly getting back there. We got about another 50 or so episodes to go uh, before we're all caught up. And uh, now, uh, 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 sir, um, you we got a stutter. I do. I got a stutter. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. That's all, folks. I also got a Poe here trying to lick me all over the place. Poe's a good licker. He's a good licker. He loves that stuff. He's a, say hi, Poe. He's like, no, I'm just gonna lick. It's all good. So uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about comedy today. Yeah, play a little something, something for you. And uh, any chance the mole gets to just try to sneak comedy into this I show, do, he does man. It. I mean, this is you like know, the fifth or sixth time. It's hey, it is what it is. I don't care. Uh, it needs to break up the music somehow. And you know what? Zane does like stand-up comedy as much as he's, uh, you know, uh, uh, talking about it and how much I put it on. I don't put it on nearly enough, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so, so well, what you could do is you could you could have a clip every week. I could you know, I, just, just a just, random just, comedy you know, clip. A comedy clip. You know, you oh. could you could in, introduce me to some new comedians. I think I think comedians. I think Zane just uh, uh, you know. sparked something in my brain. I just had an epiphany. <laughs> We're gonna do that. <laughs> this way, you won't have to listen to me or him talk for an extra three minutes. That's exactly right. Oh my God! Any any chance you guys get to not hear us talk is probably a good. Probably thing. better because uh, you know we say some random head shit sometimes. And <laughs> like I got some swollen toes. You got swollen. Like I turned thirty six tomorrow and it's <laughs> falling downhill, man. Oh, I got no. I got like three swollen toes and I don't know why they're swollen. <laughs> they feel. Like, I don't know if it's athlete's foot, but normally with athlete's foot, there's a smell. There's a very bad smell. There's a smell that goes on. And this is just kind of like um, three swollen toes, and they feel a little discomfort. You might want to get them looked at at some point. If the foot continues to swell, then yes. yes, yes. yes. If it's more than three toes, then there's something wrong. If the big toe starts swelling, (laughs) then uh, we might have issues. But at our age, you know, homie. That's what I'm wondering, you know, and I – I know that diabetes runs strong That's, in my it, world. It, there you go. Same in my world. That's why. But I, have to I did keep just shit. have blood tests done, and you know, don't matter. It could show up just like that. Just like that. Just man. like that. I turned thirty-six, and just like that, uh-huh. the diabetes is on me. You could, you could go to bed one morning perfectly. Wake healthy, up, diabetes. Wake up with the diabetes all over. It's <laughs> just everywhere. Just <laughs> diabetes all over me. All over. I don't know if you can get diabetes on your junk, <laughs> but you know, diabetes on that. Well, that I could I use a little swelling yeah, in yeah. that area. Yeah. Quite frankly. Uh, I've got some discomfort though in my toes. It feels weird. Yeah, you like, might want to get them looked at. There, them little I biggies don't like are important. Getting thing ever looked at? My old man got his big toe taken off because of that shit, because of diabetes, and he regrets it every day. Because now his foot looks weird, and he always has to get this little insert for his shoe. I do have pretty feet. Yeah, I won't lie. You my, know, if, if there's if there's a part of me that I'm like, you know what, prettier than most humans, it's my feet. It's your feet. I got nice feet, man. I I, I got flat feet. Um. With hobbit fur on the top, um, not like all the way down, but you know, just where, where the ankle is. Now mine are good size, no corns, no bunions. No, no I, that's one thing no, I ain't got no, no corns. No yellowing in the toes. Nope. Like man, I see some feet. I'm like, damn, that, oh, that toenail's like my, a good quarter inch thick, man. My grandpa Bill, God rest his soul, he had toenails you had to clip with sheep shears, <laughs> like straight up. Literally, he would sit there with sheep shears. These things were like a good inch and a half, two inch thick. Hey, puppies, could you stop that, please? I, I would appreciate that. Thank you. No? No? No. You're not going to do no? that? No. Poe's like, nah. No. Nah, yo. What are you going to do? You going to get off that mic and come over here and make me do it? I am. He is? Oh, Poe, you done fucked up now. Look at him. He's like, nope. I'm oh, going to no, stop. Oh, no. He's like, I fucked up. He's like, I'm just a little 
I'm going to run away. And uh, it's all good, though, Poe. And uh, Petra was like, ah. You know, it's, you don't need to be getting that shit caught in your mouth, guys. It's going to be all in your poop. In your poop, wrapped around your intestines. You know, you don't need to be pulling, pulling carbon fibers out of your poop. Oh, so uh, before we jump into this, yeah. did, do we have a do we have a uh, a winner we, of last oh, week? Uh, yeah. Um, it's you. Re- really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I won. Yeah, you won. I don't. I I, I don't think I deserve the win on that one. You but won. uh, same. Because uh, overall, I, I admit it. I think that '82 had the better music. I I think what it was is better albums and stuff. True. Like there was some. There's some great. There's some great music. That, Early '80s was a a one hit wonder era. Yeah. You know what I mean? So very poppy. Yes. You know, you had you had the emergence, you know, the great emergence of of uh, the alternative rock in, yes, in, in yes. you know ninety three, ninety four. Yeah. You know, so, there's there's some albums that I know people will be like, man, you can throw some blues travel on, you know, some uh, some Chris Cornell. Yeah. You know, the Pearl Jam, the, Pearl Jam. the Offspring, the Green Day, and they had consistently good albums. Full album. Yeah, yeah, man. You'd so, go to the wall. You'd get. You'd buy your twenty five dollars. <laughs> Actually, I think in ninety four, could you get a CD yet? Ninety four, yeah. You could. Yeah. Oh, you definitely. could get a compact disc. Yes, yes, most definitely, you could get the compact. I don't disc. think I was able to really get a compact disc. First thing I could play it on was a computer. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. where I could play a CD. Was the first I place I could I do got it. My first CD player. Um. Because this was, remember, back when they were like $400 for a stereo version. Right, yeah. I got the, the first Walkman Discman. When it first came out, it cost my dad about 150 bucks. I thought they were even more than that. No, because um, I got the cheap. I never got the, the, the Oh, so you didn't have the Sony Walkman. No, no, no. I got I got a generic old Discman. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. When you say the, the Walkman, yeah, yeah, you, you need know. Sony Ooh, normally, yeah. I was like, that was like a four or $500 yeah. piece, of, piece of I think equipment. mine was JVC, honestly. So it might well, have JVC been. JVC a bad. Product. They're not bad, but I, I, th- that's if you don't want to spend the Sony money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least back then. Yeah, it's like I, I personally would choose JVC today still over yeah. Sony most most days. Yep. And uh, I remember my first CD. Holy shit! It had to have been uh, MC Hammer. Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. It was also my first. Will cassette. Smith. Oh, House party. House party. Damn. Yep. My dad got it for me, too, and I remember down in Florida playing that on whatever I could play it on. <laughs> man, he was like, what the fuck did I do? Buy my him, my, buy my old man this. had the uh, – used to have the record uh, deal where you go through Columbia House, and it switched over to CDs. Yep. So, Dude, uh, I I, uh, I had most of my early collection came from Columbia House, and you know how I chose my albums? Cover art. Yep, that's how I basically did mine, mm-hmm. too. Except for Hammer, I was like, oh, I want MC Hammer, because, you know, please, Hammer, don't hurt him. <laughs> you know, you can't touch this, baby. uh, uh, uh. So let's get this uh, little comedy thing here started. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you first here, real quick, what Comedy Central. I'm gonna pick off a couple of their you know top 100 here uh, stand-up comedians. And number 100 is George Wallace. Have you ever heard of him, sir? George Wallace. Yes. Now I believe he helped the the Union State of Missouri. <laughs> Wait, no, no, Maryland. Maryland. Cross the Delaware and tell George that he needs to come and uh, fight them, fight the British. Word. 
And uh, I wonder if this list is uh, up to date, honestly, because uh, Louis C.K. is in number 97. That's up to date because he would have been a lot higher up. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Janine Garofalo is 98. But I was never a fan of Louis C.K. And not nothing again. Yeah, you know, what you did, people are people. Shit happens. Yeah, whatever. But right I, now, I, his stand-up uh, himself, I wasn't you know, too impressed with. I was ne- never impressed with his stand-up. Never liked his show. No. He had a couple of good like movie roles, which right. I liked him in. I liked the character that he played because that's him. Right. But uh, I never much cared for him. No. And uh, so, you know, this also ties in with my first pick here because number 99 on Comedy Central's number 100 list of greatest stand-ups is Gallagher. So I have chosen for my first pick Gallagher. And uh, he's been doing stuff since uh, the, 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 the goddamn late 70s, early 80s. And people just know him mainly for smashing them watermelons. That's right. With his big hammer. Yep. But uh, he was also a very good, very good comedy, you know, stand-up comedian, telling jokes, uh, stories, uh, political humor, and, you know, that, that smashing shit only happened at the last five minutes of his shows, ever. I saw a uh, special word that's, like, no, he did it the entire freaking time. One episode, he probably did. This was one, like a, uh, was an did. HBO special where, like, he's telling comedy, but throughout the whole entire thing, you know, he, he like, smash he, and he's not just smashing watermelon. No, he no, he smashes everything. everything. You know, and then sometimes he'll, like, spray water on the crowd. Yeah, little yeah they, had, like, the they had, like, those splash Everybody's cards, got their plastic you know, and shit. Yeah. They brought the plastic, and if you didn't bring the plastic, you were getting fucked up, <laughs> at least in the first six rows. All right. So, so let's go Gallagher here. Yep, words of wisdom. I like to impart some last few words of wisdom to you, so you don't think my show is just trivial. I want you to always remember, never let your mother brush your hair when she's mad at your dad. <laughs> If you want to get back at someone you love, wait till they get in the shower, then flush the toilet. <laughs> want all you parents to remember the children who have a well-balanced breakfast before school are the only ones who throw up in gym class. <laughs> that dude who had a bird in the hands work two in the bush ain't been putting his bird in the right bushes, has he? <laughs> but I want all of you lovers to be fair. Let the other one sleep in the wet spot half the time. <laughs> But I want you men to remember that sex is a Chinese dinner for two. It ain't over till you both get your cookies. <laughs> right, ladies? Now, the ladies, the ladies all also asked me to mention to you guys that uh, 20 minutes of begging is not considered foreplay. <laughs> In whatever you do, men, style. Remember, it ain't the way you pick your nose. It's where you put the booger. <laughs> this has been more than a thrill for me. This has been an inconvenience. I'll see you later. Good night. Have no style. I'm not going to talk to you people for an hour and a half and then close my show with a mass of stupidity. <laughs> No, I'd rather leave you people instead with words of wisdom. Because I want you to respect me for my mind. See how dumb that sounds, girl? I respect you people. You people are the culmination of eons of human development. 
just by being alive means you are the survivors. We are not descending here from a bunch of fat cave people that got ate by the dinosaurs. We're all descendants from the little bitty quick fuckers that got back to the cave. So get out and do in life. Remember, he who hesitates is stoned. Don't smoke dope when you're stoned. You don't get any higher, just lower on dope. Also want to tell you West Coast people that cocaine will not make up for the three-hour time difference. Cocaine definitely makes up for that time difference. That was Gallagher. That was Gallagher. Oh, there's a puppy. Oh, God. You scared the shit out of me, puppy. <laughs> Paul will do that. Out of nowhere, just come up and lick my balls. What, dude? <laughs> like, what? what is so good down there? And I, the wife don't like it. I don't fucking... Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, stand-up comedian. Mon frere, what pops in your head as soon as I say stand-up? Who is the first one? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Yep. So, uh, what, why does that... Because he is the greatest show? of all time. No, no. Killing Me Softly is probably the greatest stand-up that I've ever done. That's very From true. beginning to end. Like, I don't know how many times I've listened to it, but uh, that is, like, the benchmark for stand-up comedy. For commodity. I, I think, stand-up uh, commodity. His uh, one skit about Native Americans is fucking awesome. He's like, I, I, I ain't never seen a guy that know Native Americans. He's like, wait, no, I did. Uh, they called see, me Blackfoot. That's right. It's like 1,500 Native Americans. Walmart, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> place called Walmart. <laughs> no, I love Dave Chappelle. He was a, uh, other than his show, I mean, I knew him way before that from Def Jam, the Def Comedy Jam. He made a big name on that show, on that fucking stand-up show, man. Along with others like Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker was great. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence was not so great. No, like as a stand-up, no. But as the nope. host of Def Jam, he was the shit. Um, like Bernie Mac. Ah, Bernie Mac was okay. Like, he ain't no George Lopez. He definitely ain't no George Lopez. My favorite from that era was always Robin Harris. You know who he is? Remember no. the movie Bebe's Kids? Bebe's Kids, yes. That's Robin Harris, the fat guy who's talking in the, in the movie. Oh, okay, I, I know Harris. Robin yeah. Harris. Then. The father from House Party. Yeah, I I just I know him from a lot of Damn little roles. Test two, baby. You know, like fucking baby's kids. We don't die, we multiply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he was always one of my favorites from them. They had a lot of good uh, comedians from that era. And uh, like, what, all right. So other than Dave Chappelle, who else pops into your head? Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yep. Now. Stand-up wise, because I'm a big fan of comedy movies, especially comedy movies from the 80s. Right. And boy, you couldn't get a better stand-up comedy movie than anything with Richard Pryor. And Gene <laughs> Wilder, but those two just played so well together. They but even did. the ones without him, you know, moving. You know, you said The Toy, which I'd, I'd have to rewatch it. I haven't seen The Toy in so it, long. It's subtly good. You know, it's not like out, out, funny. Yeah, but moving, moving out. Yeah. 
is hilarious. Brewster's Millions is Brewster's great. Brewster's Millions was always good. You know, there was just and, and there wasn't a ton of movies, but those man, they are some of see no evil, hear no evil is still <laughs> today stands up to the test of time. Like yep. very few movies I've ever seen. And, and Stir was, Crazy. Stir Crazy. Oh, Stir Crazy is great. Silver Streak is even is even good, but they they really don't have Richard Pryor really isn't in that movie <laughs> all know. that much. They they basically promote the shit out of that movie for him. Yeah. And he's really in it for like 12 minutes. Yep. And we were talking about it before, but he was supposed to be Black Bart in Blazing Saddles. He did actually write a good majority of that movie. Yeah. The, the first movie I ever saw with Richard Pryor, he actually, it's about a, a band of black men fighting in the Vietnam War. Oh, shit. There is not a bit of comedy <laughs> in it. Not <laughs> even a little. And I'm, it was a, it was a terrible say, film. Yeah, it was terrible. Say, I kept waiting for like some comedy to come through and not even a little bit. I want to say the first movie I actually saw him in was uh, Harlem Nights with uh, Eddie Murphy and... Oh, Harlem Nights. Yeah. Oh, shit. So you forgot about Harlem yeah, Nights. Great movie. Not really a funny film. No, though. not it, really. It's but really it was, not funny. No, and, uh, but it was... But it's a good film. Such it's a good film. Movie. Proves that he can actually act. You know what I mean? Like, not just be... Well, that's know, what I thought. You know, Richard he Breyer. was funny, but he, he was a good actor Very as good well, actor. I you thought. Know, you know, the, the crack problems yeah. and everything else with Stanley. See, and, and when, that like... That fucked his career up. I mean, he's not, he, he would even tell you that. If he didn't get all jerked around and fucked up, he would have been a bigger, I think, than he was. Yeah, well, uh, and then, you know, originally, uh, Mole's idea for this show was era of comedy. Yes, and I had a hard time with that. I yeah. had a hard time with because it, Because I'm too, like, after a well, I grew up in the 90s. Right, because so, it, that's, um, that's basically, uh, like, the era things are basically, you know, what era you grew up in, obviously, yeah. is going to be your favorite. Yeah. You know? Me, on the other hand, I, I like older comedy. That's what I grew up on, like, Havoc Costello and all them guys, like, fucking Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Bunch of family comedy. Fuck family comedy. Well, yeah. Uh, 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 Don Rickles, which wasn't family comedy. That man. Stinky breath. Don Rickles was the shit back in the day. He was so uh, uh, not really bigoted, but his comedy was. Like, it, everybody was back then, though. They made fun of everybody. Against the blacks, huh? Mainly. Well, that's no good. But I watched One Night in Miami last He did make night. fun of the Jews a lot, and he made fun of everybody else, too, because he was Jewish, so he could. Um. <laughs> I, I love it. If you're Jewish, you're allowed. That's right. Same if you're black. If you if it nowadays it said you have to be that race in order to make fun of it, I guess without getting in trouble. Um, because I make I don't know I whatever. But yeah, because nowadays people are too fucking PG. I like PG movies. I like some PG movies, but you know PG thirteen. There's parental now, guidance on them. PG thirteen. I don't know, man. Like, you you watch cable television and there's butt cheeks and and and. Dropping up the shits. Well, that's what the... I'm saying. Like, rated R back in the day is PG-13 now, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so let, 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 let's keep this thing going here. Sir, who are you going to pick for your first round here? I'll go right to right to Dave. Right to right Dave Hell, Kicking it off hot. Yep, and I just I just picked one because he said, you know what? It don't matter. No, no I, do, I do love his Sesame Street rants. <laughs> Uh, I love it when he talks about his white friend and they get pulled over. Yep. You know, but I just I just picked one at random here. That works. I think it was pretty popular on the Spotify, which you could find yes. these skits By along the way, with many songs. Every everything we play, if unless you, otherwise noted, is coming from Spotify. Mole and Mole and Zane's podcast of rambling randomness playlist is is a chock full now 
of 551 tracks, 34 hours, 50 minutes of your listening pleasure. Holy shit. And you know what? It's just two people following. That's it. I could have sworn that we had Nikki Sombrero. Yeah, I think she did, but then I don't know. I don't think so. I think maybe she must just be following the podcast and not the playlist. That's possible. She is a weird one. So, uh, yeah, let's go here. Dave Chappelle. Let's kick this off. I don't want to upset you guys. I'm not saying I have problems being black. It's great. One time being black saved my life. I was coming from overseas. I had done a show in uh, England. And uh, I was on a plane. We were just taxiing down the runway, and a guy stood up. I don't know how he got a machine gun on the plane. It was very scary. He stood, everybody, get on the ground. Nobody look at my face. Started freaking out because he was Chinese. I was like, why is he talking like that? But <laughs> I looked across the aisle. There was only one other black dude on the plane. He was from Nigeria. And I looked across the aisle. He was already looking at me. He didn't say two words to me. He just looked at me. He was like, <sighs> he didn't need to talk. I know just what he's talking about. I looked right back at him. <laughs> and then there was some white guys on the front of the plane that saw us. And they were like, oh, my God. I think those black guys are going to try to save us. <laughs> uh uh-uh. That's not what we were talking about at all. We were just communicating that we understood the situation. Do you know what we understood, sir? It's very simple. Terrorists do not take black hostages. <laughs> That's right. I have never seen one of us on the news reading a hostage letter. Uh, mm, they is treating us good. And we all just chilling. Like to give a shout out to Ray Ray and Big Steve and them. Not gonna see it. These terrorists are smart. I mean, they're not smart, but they know what they're doing. Black people are, are bad bargaining chips. They call up the White House, hello? We have got five black people. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Black Being people are black not bargaining chips. my life. So remember that, people. The White House does not care. There's a reason it's called the White House, apparently. Kamala Harris got to change that. Whatever the hell her name is. Well, you got that right. That was right. I was yeah. close. Like, I should be more excited about who we have as a president and, and the vice president, but I'm really not. Why not? Because it's not going to be any different, just whitewashed a little bit more. and It'll be. It'll be. It'll be changed. It's like, going like to be reversed now. Is it? Like We've already it, joined the, the the Paris Climate Agreement again. That's that's fine and all, but you know the, we're still going to have the same bickering and arguing. Nobody's going to get anything done, even though the Democrats have the majority now. Still, nothing's going to get done because Bitch McConnell and all the fucking Republicans are going to be like, now, now, why? Just because. So, you know that that's how that's going to go. Is uh, it? Let's talk about. Bernie Sanders. I do like me Bernie Sanders, but you know what? Bernie Sanders. I was feeling the burn, but 
but now I'm like, you know what, Bernie? Couldn't get it done, pal. Couldn't get it done. I know you were fighting an uphill battle. Did you see these? I did. I love the memes. <laughs> the, Bernie is the best thing about this election right now. Bernie playing the drums. You know, Bernie tapping out. I think that's uh, Damian <laughs> Mia. <laughs> you know, in an arm bar. <laughs> I mean, Bernie is 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 the man these days. Like he he took out and fucking like he was. Oh yeah, he was like fighting somebody in the WWE ring now too. Oh really? Yeah, those were the two that got sent to me, and I was like, uh, Oh, Bernie. Bernie is actually the shit about this election. Uh. So. Let's talk about what's going on on uh, AEW Dynamite. And, uh, and uh, honestly, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about. I wasn't feeling good that night. Uh, fell asleep. And Zane didn't stream it until the next day, right? No, oh, no, I, I streamed it that night, but I fell asleep at nine o'clock. <laughs> so um, I had to catch it the next morning, um, which is fine. I, I. All right. So they started off with a happy birthday to. Negative one, Mr. Brody Lee Jr., the enforcer of the Dark Order. And uh, I, I want to say uh, 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 Luther. All the exalted ones now. I, w- I want to say Luther uh, interrupted and uh, ended up getting a face full of cake. Because he hates kids. Because he hates kids. But uh, he sounds like one when he talks. Yeah. Uh, that's probably why he hates him. I think it's funny, man. It's funny. It's a fucking cool idea in his face. Shit's uh, hilarious. Uh, let's see. What so, is it? Uh, 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 What's your problem? You know, Silver, at that point, um, you know, John Silver of the Dark Order, was hyping the possibility of Hangman Adam Page joining the Dark Orgy. And, uh, well, we can find that out uh he, he will not. He will not. No. Nope. He <laughs> no. did the group thing. He did. Didn't work. Nope. But he did seem he like he sad. was sad, and he took a bottle. That means he's a sad. Jack Daniels. That means he's sad, and he's really lamenting over his decision. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's right. I can use so college now, words like lament. Now, now what do you think is the future? Yeah, that's it's hard to the tell. man. You know, it's you know that's the problem with some of they got they got so much going on in AEW and they played the long game for so long. And he should not be a heel. Well, they're not. They're not going to make him a heel. I mean, no. he left through the heel entrance. That doesn't matter. That I think you're looking into that a little too much. Because, I don't know. Well, did you see that there was like ten people standing on the right side of the ring and there was nobody on the left? That's true. <laughs> because the Dark Order are good guys now, so they were blocking the good guy side of the ring or the ramp. That's the way it is. Nobody can hate on the Dark Order anymore. It's like, I guess it's blasphemous even. Can't do it. Um, so that led to uh, the first match, which was, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, Cabana. That Silver, was a good match. Silver and Reynolds and the, and the Hung Man there. It was a good match. Very good match. Fun. Exciting. Yeah. So many stupid high spots in the match that were like, okay, this is way too orchestrated. Yeah, yeah way, way too orchestrated. Uh, so, so, you know, the, the, the Dark Orgy pick up the win against, uh, THQ and Chaos Project. Um, good match. I, I thought it was good. Uh, but Hangman turning down the Dark Order, I don't know. It's not a good decision, Hangman. They're a family. They want to protect you. You should let them. 
I mean, you know, you got that stupid fucking Good Brothers Kenny Omega fucking impact thing happening now. Which, by the way, the match that Private Party had with fucking, um, uh, uh, fuck, now I can't remember. Well, the group on Impact anyway. Now they got a tag team title shot against the Good Brothers. So Private Party, AEW tag team with Matt Hardy. Now has a tag team title match against the Good Brothers for Impact Tag Team Titles. Oh, they're going to lose. Yeah. They're going to lose that match. And they're pushing the private party as a bad guy team now. Nah. Because of Matt Hardy being well, a that's, heel. Yeah, they're, that's, they're not going to push them, though. It's That's the whole play with them eventually, though. You know? They'll break off from Matt yeah. Hardy and get tired of him taking 50% of each of their paychecks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 30% of a third-party deal. You know, of anything third-party, which means their payments from Impact or however they're getting paid for that, he's also getting 30%. <laughs> I, I like Big Money Matt. He's, he's a good character. Matt's got too many characters. <laughs> Cody versus Pretty Peter Avalon. So I made it through one and a half you matches. You made it through one and a half matches. <laughs> that was pretty bad. I don't know. I was just very disappointed with this booking. It was. I'm like, I'm like, why are we? Why is this match even booked? Right. Why did Peter need to lose? If yeah. And why, yeah why did Why did fucking Cody need to need to be on this for <sighs> Chanel? What's her name? Yeah. Chanel West Coast. Whatever Chanel West Coast. <laughs> Come out. And, you know. <laughs> See now, I would have actually enjoyed that more if Cody lost that match right there because, because of, of it. That would have been great. Like and, and then Petey could have kept his streak going and said that he had beaten Beat Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. I need to be the new TNT champion. Yeah, I beat you know. the former champ. Shit like that. And then he could have feuded with Darby. That's a great, wow. great match. You know, coffin drop versus the mustache. I, I'm great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so uh, of course Cody won. Jesus, like it ruined ruined PPA's winning streak. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen now with Peter's pretty Peter's pageant provocation going on on Dark now, where he's looking for all the symmetrical-faced pretty dudes to wrestle or something. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> I did actually catch that episode of Dark. <laughs> Dark is so terrible. Guys, I'm sorry. listen, it's I so try so terrible. hard to hype up Dark, and I can't because now you're booking it like garbage. Yeah. Like, there was a few matches or a few shows you guys were so on point. Like, yes, let's push these new guys. They're yeah. doing great, but now the new guys I'm seeing you guys are pushing – don't deserve to be pushed. Like, oh, my God. There's people that need, a t- like, a, a contract like Fuego. I love me some Fuego Del Sol. The master of the Tornado DDT, baby. He's fucking awesome. The only reason he's even there is because he's buddies <laughs> with Sammy Guevara. <laughs> That's all Luther's there for because hey, hey, he's... Hey. Luther's just there because he's friends with fucking Jericho. Get down. Get down. If you guys want to be assholes, you can get down. So, uh, the former... No? no? Okay, then. There you go. Let's 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 uh, the, let's kick the shimmy in. Yeah, we're children. Come on now. Former <laughs> AEW champion, John Moxley. <sighs> Sorry, that was difficult. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, hey, came on to fight the the new Hercules Bruiser Brody, Nick Camarado, and of course Moxley won. Camarado looked really good though during the match. Strong, fucking dude was really good, and Moxley made him look really good. Good. Because um, I think Moxley is, is, you know, that guy now where who's trying to make the newer guys look good, I think, for the company. Like, because Jericho can't. He's all about Jericho. Like, how are you going to fuck up your goddamn lion salt, <laughs> badass piece? Don't do it anymore! Fucking idiot. You're ruining every last little bit of fucking, like, good memories of Chris Jericho I had. 
notwithstanding the political bullshit. <laughs> Next up, Private Party and Matt Hardy versus Top Flight and Matt Seidel. I was say, this should have been a good match. I missed it, so. The match itself was overall good. Overall was good. Towards the end, Top Flight, even though they're a young team, they're still learning, they're a couple of their flippy-do moves never hit Mark Quinn. Never hit him. Missed completely him completely. Missed. Completely. And but they did three Mark in a row. Took, took a, Dude, took the bump like, like three flips in a row, and each one missed him. <laughs> like, how are you going to miss him on all three attempts? Like, it, it make it look like you're going to hit him. Please. Like, at least hit him with your foot or maybe an elbow. Like a finger. Fucking Christ. Hulk Hogan beat Nash with a finger poke. All right? Wow. So why can't we make that look real? Let's do it like that. Uh, anyway, Private Party and Matt Hardy won. Because, uh, you know, they're not going to lose the top flight in Matt Seidel. Especially with Matt Hardy involved. So, uh, I thought it was a good match. Uh, uh, oh, God. Yeah. No, I'm going to give that match like a B+. Plus. Yeah, I want to give it more, but that fuck-up was so blatant. And on camera, even. Like, if they worked the cameras to, like, different angles, it might have looked like he hit him, maybe. But I see Jim Cornette going off on this... So wild, and I haven't even heard it yet. I know he will. <laughs> he's going to give this match a negative eight, and he's going to say none of those guys should be working. You see, the problem, though, is, you know, he, he doesn't like it, but yet he keeps watching. He does, does because he? he says NXT's even worse, and so is WWE's product. Really? Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, I buy it. <laughs> but at least he's honest about it. He's like, I'm only watching this so I can tell – all these people, how garbage it is. That's exactly what he says. All right, Penelope Ford versus legit Layla Hirsch. I, I do like me some legit Layla Hirsch. I do too. I, I like I like me some Layla. And I love me some Penelope Ford. Um, not the biggest fan of Penelope Ford. Not the working. She's getting better. <laughs> She's getting better. The look doesn't, is doesn't fucking need, great. She's got one of the best fisherman suplexes I've ever seen. Oh, hell yeah. Hell Which, yeah. I, honestly, I, I got to say, it might be better than than, than uh, Kurt Henning. Oh, really? It's, you think it's better than the perfect flex? It's, it looks so good. It's up there with Foxy. Uh, Man, she hits that so pretty. It's up there with up Alicia Up there on Foxy's. the top of her toes. Yeah. And she just she sits in that nice. Remember Alicia Fox's fisherman? No. So good. Her and her northern lights. Fucking great suplexes. Anyway, uh, oh my gosh, folks. Uh, an all right match. Uh, you know, uh, uh, legit Layla Hirsch show, you know, was really good. They didn't make her look weak or anything. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, missing, um, you know, she turned her way, you know, because of Sabian and Taylor and every other bullshit that was going on. Uh, by the way, Chuck Taylor is, is Miro's young uh, boy. Young boy, or. Butler Charles now and his new best friend. Orange Cassidy is very sad about this. But I was impressed with this match. I gave it a – honestly, this match was one of the better ones on the card. What was it? The Penelope Ford versus Legit Lila Hirsch. Uh, man or wait, female. Wait, was, that, was that right there at about 9.25? Uh, you know, I believe <laughs> it was. <laughs> it just seems to – Coincidence. They seem to put this match in a – uh, they really got well, not AEW. Just, just switch it up. Yeah, you know, word. Just have it be the second match of the night. <laughs> you know now, now yeah, the women's you guys have it be the first. We we they did switch it up on the the, the celebration of Brody Lee though. Remember they had a, a match yep. earlier, about twenty minutes earlier than that, mm-hmm. but it was it was earlier. Now the main event, 
the 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 the, the gangbang between the inner circle, we'll call it. Who's the better tag team? Proud and powerful. MJF and Jericho, or Jake Hager and Sammy Guevara, better known as Sammy Hager. <laughs> Which, by the way, Sammy Hagar made a little drop-in video message during the match saying that's his new favorite tag team, Sammy Hager. I'm like, yes, he should come out and do their music. That'd be awesome. <laughs> now, the match had was way better than it should have been. It seemed I only caught just a, uh, a highlight reel in the last four minutes. <laughs> now, which highlight was that? It was all highlight. <laughs> it was four minutes of highlight. Now, I can tell I watched, you. I watched, I watched Jake Hager, man, clean house oh, like twice. Dude, it was so clean. Like, the, the he went in, and I believed everything that he did in that match. Yeah, I must say, I like, for the little bit I did see of it, I really thought it was good, except for that lion song. Oh, my God. Jericho. I saw that lion song, and I'm like, Jericho, just, just retired to commentary. Just, just go sit down. I love you. I love you, Jericho, but just, just sit down. Just retire to commentary or be a manager. Flat out. You just be the mouthpiece for people. You don't need to be wrestling with your bow-legged ass, 300-pound almost. Yeah, and why would he even go for the bat in that match? Like, honestly. What? Those are his people. Yeah, like, his people? He going to take a bat out? Now, I hope they bring that up next week. Yeah. I really do. It would make sense. And MJF I... cheating with Wardlow to, to get the win? Like, come on now. Wardlow needs to be a single star, by the way. He needs to come out and be a singles dude by himself. Get out of the inner circle bullshit with MJF. Get away with that. And I want to see him and MJF have a feud for a minute. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's that's the first gonna feud he's going to have. Yeah, it's going to have to. I want to see it sooner than later. And Jericho, if he's going to team with MJF and, you know, back off of the inner circle, go for it. But let MJF do all the work. Yeah. Please. <laughs> you come in and get hit him with that. Just that hit him with that back, back elbow you know, bullshit that, 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 fucking that, finisher. Yep. Call it a day. And, and don't, don't go for the Boston Crab you do and call it the <laughs> fucking walls of Jericho. Yeah. Do not. Because that's a shitty Boston Crab for one. Yeah, it's terrible looking. Rick Martell had the best looking <laughs> fucking Boston Crab. That's not a Boston Crab. That, that's you uh, 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 just standing and holding their legs. Like. Though I know the bow-legged makes it look like you're sitting down, but you're not. It does not look painful at all, just like that stupid-ass back elbow. Because if Eddie Kingston's back fists don't finish people off now, why is this fucking elbow? I don't get it. Eddie Kingston's back fist looks like it hurts like a son of a bitch. Like, even fake, I would I'd not want to take it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do it. Because I don't think he thinks it's fake. I think Eddie Kingston thinks wrestling is real. 100%. Like... He knows the finish, quote-unquote, but I think he thinks every move in there needs to hit dumb hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I don't think uh, – yeah, I don't think it's wrestling matches. Like, does he do wrestling moves? I think he, I think he can. I think there's a headlock in Like, there, back in the day, you know? I seen him make – But know, no, suplex. he's like, I'm going in, and I am chopping the shit out I'll of you, just, then I'll take the pin. That's it. I, I, will, I will make your chest beat fucking red, bleed. I will, I will fucking hit you with anything in there, but – and then I'll take the pin. But I – I'm not having a wrestling match because I don't know how. Actually, no, I can't say that. He does know how to wrestle. He just doesn't do it in AEW. Um, so that was uh, Dynamite overall. Uh, 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 Jericho and, and it seems like MJF. there was only a very few matches. Yeah, Jericho and MJF pulled it out. All that picture in picture, man. <laughs> now you know uh, uh, on the, the 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 stream, 
like they still talk now through the fucking like they're doing commentary. Oh really? Well, they have to for uh, fight or fight, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, fight TV. Um, it's funny as hell that because hey, we're back, everybody on fight. Guess what? They don't get to fucking hear on cable. <laughs> well, for a while they just cut out the uh, the commentary. And they would just talk that. like you'd hear them in the background. Like what are we doing next? They didn't remember to turn their mics. <laughs> it's Tony Khan going. Let me hear them shit real quick. So, <laughs> speaking of Tony Khan. He's becoming one of the biggest heels in wrestling and not even doing anything. Like, he's buying time on Impact, quote-unquote, like, to him and Shivani to shit all over the product. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, like, saying, I might buy it. Like, he's just to do it. Because <laughs> I could see him doing it. Impact owes money, from what I understand. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah, they had that terrible segment with the uh, – what uh, – Oh, the Britt Baker? The, no, oh, I, I didn't um, see that. Uh, no, but uh, uh, the the Young Bucks and oh, that's right. Yeah, that's stupid. I, I that was so dumb. I forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, it was. It was um, pretty dumb. Fuck the Young Bucks. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I'm not all about. I don't like them. I don't like the Young Bucks. I don't like Kenny Omega really much the character anymore. Oh, I can still love me some Kenny Omega. I like his in ring stuff. Yeah, well, I, that's that's all I care about. The you know? shit that he does with Don Callis though is it, even though it that portrait was funny. Yeah, it was <laughs> that shit was hilarious. See, I don't know. I, it's like I just you know the whole thing with Don Callis like it makes me look at Kenny Omega and be like, come on, you're trying to play an angle where you know you're getting used right. and you don't care. Yeah, like like you're a smarter guy than that. Like yeah. unless they're doing it just to like kick Impact in the dick somewhere down the line. Like, if I, he turns out to be the one using Callus. Oh, yeah. Well, I can will. see that. You know, like, bring the cleaner back. He was doing that shit all the time in Japan. He was using people, even his own friends. Like, <laughs> like so I can, I can see that happening. But, you know, Don Callis is, though. Do you notice how he was, his picture, he was more jacked in that picture than fucking Omega? Yeah. So good. <laughs> oh, all right. That so that was, that was wrestling. AEW. I give it a... Uh, trying to walk into the ring. <laughs> he was angry that day. He was. He tore them both. That's how angry he was. Steroids, kids. Steroids. All right. So uh, it's my turn, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, uh, I, I, I ended up picking uh, uh, for my next one here uh, a man who, who passed away way too soon, Mr. Mitch Hedberg. And uh, I used to love him so much. His stand-up specials were so great. He would do shit like, you know, one of his jokes was uh, my neighbor was knocking on the wall really loud. And so I yelled back and said, go around. <laughs> I don't know what it looks like on your end, but over here, it's just flat. <laughs> oh, that was the kind of stupid humor he did. I love him. Mitch Hedberg died way too soon. Here we go. Synth in Ireland, and absinthe is a liquor that the outlaw is supposed to make you trip hallucinogenically, so I got excited because I like to hallucinate. So I started drinking lots of shots of it, but 
Really, it's just a liquor, so I was just getting fucked up. I wasn't even remotely tripping. But after 10 shots, I fell to the ground, and I was trying to force the trip. Why is the floor as low as I can go? But I was just faking it, you know? It wasn't from the heart trip. It was force. Why is lemonade not aiding me? <laughs> acid was my favorite drug because acid don't butter my mind. Because of acid, I now know that butter is way better than margarine. I saw through the bullshit. When I was on acid, I would see things like beams of light. And I'd hear sounds that sounded an awful lot like car horns. When we were on acid, we were going to the woods because when you're the woods tripping, there's less likely a chance you run into an authority figure. But we ran into a bear. That was even more of a buzz kill. My friend Dwayne was standing there raising his right hand, swearing to help prevent forest fires. We got away from the bear, put his arm around my shoulder. He said, Mitchell, Smokey is way more intense in person. He's an asshole. I went to England to tell a joke. I wanted to do Smokey the Bear joke in England, so I had to ask the English if they know Smokey the Bear was, but they don't. Because in England, Smokey the Bear is not the forest fire prevention representative. They have Smacky the Frog. It's just like a bear, but it's a frog. I think that's a better system. I think we should adopt it. Because bears can be mean. But frogs are always cool. Like, never has there been a frog hopping toward me. And I thought, man, I better play dead. Here comes that frog. I've never said, here comes that frog in a nervous manner. It's always, like, optimistic. Hey, here comes that frog. All right. Maybe he will settle near me. And I can pet him. And put him in a mayonnaise jar with a stick and a leaf to recreate what he's used to. I certainly have to punch some holes in the lid because he's damn sure used to air. <laughs> then I can observe him, and he won't be doing much in his 16-ounce world. It's Drink it up, people. Oh, sir. That was good. I, I, I've got my vote so far. That, that, one, that one actually probably had me laughing more than anything else we've listened to yet. That was excellent. That was an excellent piece. Oh, he's so good at irreverent <laughs> comedy. He's like your Stephen Wright. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? but like, I, yeah, and it's funny because there was a while where I could not remember which one was which. Right. Yeah, and I was like, who is this guy? And, they, and they're both dead, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so, actually, let me see. So far, we got what? Let's see, one, two, two, well, two down for me, one down for three, me. four, four of our eight are dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes to show you, people, uh, all the funny don't people. Don't be a comedy, Don't man. be a comedy because you're going to die. You're going to die. <laughs> don't be good at comedy because you're going to die. So uh, let's see here. Let me um, go ahead and here, pick off a couple more of these top 100 comedians here from Comedy Central's 100 Greatest List before we get into, uh, I want to say, a day in history? I don't know. Something? I can't get to my pocket, nor do I think my phone's in it. I hope so. I'll just kind of like just kind of in like a day in history. All right, a day. So wh- while he's doing that, um, let's see. We're gonna skip ahead here from uh, the, uh, the the lower one hundred here. We're gonna skip right into the seventies. 
number 72 on Comedy Central's greatest 100 list of comedians. Bernie Mac. Love me some Bernie Mac. Number 71 is Red Buttons. Old guy. They actually put an old guy on there. Uh, he passed away in 2006 uh, at the age of 87. And uh, Wanda Sykes is number 70. I'm surprised she's so low on the list. You know, I thought she'd be up higher. I thought she'd be up higher, too. Uh, she's actually a pretty funny lady. Yeah, she's she's great actually. Um, let's see. We have. Let's skip up here to the the mid fifties. Number sixty two is Eddie Griffin. Remember Eddie Griffin, right? See, I always get confused with Eddie Griffin and Eddie Griffith. Oh yeah, <laughs> Eddie Griffin and Andy Griffith. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one's I'm a white a, sheriff from Mayberry. Yeah, yeah. The other one's a black comedian from fucking Liz, Liz, went, Liz went and saw him and a couple of others, and she said that he, like, just for her sense, she was like, I don't know who this guy was, but he was terrible. I was like, yeah, yeah that's I, what, I, like, just her, her, her opinion. What I've seen of him on TV, like his stand-up acts, like, again, this goes back to Def Jam, and I don't know why, but I think everybody had their best performances on that show if they were on it. Because the crowd was so with it, and they would like tell you if you weren't like good. It was like Showtime at the Apollo, but like for like the street people. Um, street people. Street people. Hip hop heads. Oh, oh, oh. Hip hip hop anonymous. Hip hop, hip hop, and the hip hop hippopotamuses. Street number sixty one. Mister Police Academy himself, Bobcat Goldthwait. Number sixty. Might be a redneck if you know this guy. Jeff Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy is phenomenal. And I'm not a big fan of you might be a redneck if, but you listen to the rest of his albums. So he, good. Yeah, man. Storyteller, his story about the Olympics in fucking Georgia, where he's talking about that river is the same river they filmed Deliverance on. Yeah. He's like, and if Ned Beatty can't get down that fucker, and when a Frenchman in a pair of bicycle shorts can't. His yeah. whole family takes a vacation to Hawaii. <laughs> Got them piggly wiggly bags going through the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gilbert Gottfried, number 59, friend of Nicky Sombrero, by the way. Good guy. <coughs> he was a Yago from Aladdin, if you don't know. And he's a, well, he used to be the Aflac guy. Yes, yes. <laughs> he was, uh, and he was also, he was also in the phenomenal movie, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, as Johnny Crunch, the DJ who got killed in the beginning. Uh, Good guy. You know, he didn't really squint and talk like that. <laughs> no? <laughs> nope. That's all an act. He's been doing that since the 80s. Uh, let's see. When he was actually on Saturday Night Live. People didn't realize that he was that cast member for a while. Uh, Colin Quinn, number 56. You like Colin Quinn? Not really. I'm not a big fan. Not of really. His stand-up act was eh. You know, I liked him on Remote Control back on MTV in the 80s. All right, let's get to a day in history here, Mofer. We'll get back to some of these other people in a little bit. All right, I got puppies on me. He does, so bear with him. Hey, this is history for the day. You know why? Because I'm doing it. (laughs) And the A-team... Mr. T premiered on NBC on this day in 1983. I pity the fool who don't know the A-team. In 1977, the miniseries Roots premiered on ABC. Oh, Kuta! Kuta Kinte! I've never seen Roots. Really? Nope. Ah, rock and roll, 1956. 
fans of Cleveland aged under 18 were banned from dancing in public. Banned. Without being accompanied by an adult. <laughs> had to be accompanied by your mama to dance in Ohio. That's some footloose shit right there. Yeah. That's probably what it was based on. You can't dance in this town. Oh, hold on. I, I think oh. puppy wants to get down. Puppy wants to get Oh, here he goes. Oh, goodness. That scared me, Paul. He weighs way too much to be doing that. You okay, Paul? Here, I'll, I'll talk here. 1965, Miss Petula Clark made her downtown the first UK female singer to have a number one. On the U.S. singles charts. The song hit number two on the U.K. records. Oh. 1967. Pink Floyd spent the first of three days recording the Sid Barrett songs Arnold Lane and Candy and a Current Bun at Sound Technique Studios, Chelsea, London. According to Roger Waters, Arnold Lane was based on a real person, a transvestite whose primary pastime was stealing women's clothes and undergarments from washing lines in Cambridge. Oh, that's an interesting fact. That is a very interesting fact. Sometimes you learn some shit. In 1976, David Bowie released his 10th studio album, Station to Station, which was the vehicle for his last great character, the Thin White Duke. That's right. The album was recorded after uh, he completed shooting... Nicholas Rorg's The Man Who Fell to Earth. And the cover artwork featured a still from the movie. Oh. The album made the top five in both the UK and the US charts. Nice. What else? David Bowie again. Hey. Man, David Bowie was uh he was good on this day. In nineteen ninety, he announced his forthcoming Sound and Visual World Tour. Oh. During which he would invite each local audience to decide on a greatest hits running order. Organized through local radio stations, the concert tour surpassed Bowie's previous series, Moonlight, 1983, and Glass Spider, 1987 tours. Oh. Visited 27 countries with 108 performances. That's, that's a... Oh, in 2001, we had oh. the Eminem. English Corner criticized the rap singer Eminem's lyrics as depressing... During an inquest into the death of a schoolboy who threw himself in front of a train, the 17-year-old boy had printed out the lyrics to Eminem's track, Rock Bottom, before his death. Well, that's just a coincidence if I've ever heard one. Oh, we'll end it with this. R. Kelly <laughs> was arrested. This was in 2003, people. And he still got away with shit for years. Yeah, word. R. Kelly was arrested for new child pornography charges. The singer was detained in Miami after police said digital sex pictures were discovered at his home in Florida last June. Oof. The singer had already faced 21 charges relating to producing child pornography and appearing in a video having sex with an underage girl. He was charged with further 12 counts of possession. Yet that motherfucker, is he in jail yet? I don't know if he's still back in jail. Is, is he? Like, because he think needs he's to out, be in jail. I think he's out on, you know, I don't think he's going in for any length. That guy. That guy, Because he's got man. money, and people keep bailing his stupid ass out. Because, oh, I love his music. I don't, I don't care. care. Michael good. Jackson's music was the greatest ever written, and I still call him a fucking pedophile. Sorry. I don't care if there was no physical proof. There was proof. He wouldn't have paid off people if there wasn't proof. I believe Macaulay Culkin. I believe... I believe Corey Feldman said that Michael Jackson was the only person who didn't molest him. <laughs> but <laughs> just because he didn't molest you, Corey, doesn't mean he didn't molest Webster or 
All right. Macaulay Let's get back to a little bit shit. of comedy here. Oh, I thought I was doing comedy. I that know. wasn't comedy. <laughs> Michael Jackson pedophile jokes ain't laughable now? <laughs> Still too soon. Oh, man. Shit. Right. We'll listen to some Richard Pryor instead. Oh, let's do it. I'm all about that. My uncles and my family only fucked in one position, up and down. <laughs> now my uncle got, boy, don't you ever kiss no pussy. <laughs> I mean that. Whatever you're doing, like, don't kiss no pussy. I couldn't wait to kiss the pussy. He'd been wrong about everything else. The woman had to beat me off. It's enough. It's enough. Please, please. Oh, two days. <laughs> and dudes, huh? Yeah. You ever be with a woman you wanted to be with for a long time, man, and you finally get with her, and you come in about four seconds, and you be panicked, Jack, trying to be cool? Oh, God. Lord, don't let her know. Just let it stay heavy, if not hard. You're not moving as much as you were. I'm just resting a little. Uh, I want you to enjoy this. <laughs> White folks do things a lot different than niggas. They eat quiet as shit. You be on that to be. Pass the potatoes. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Could I have a bit of that sauce? How are the kids coming along with their studies? Think we'll be having sexual intercourse this evening? We're not. Well, what the heck? Families be different, have more rhythm shit. My father, when we ate, it was fun because he made noise and shit. Hey, bitch, where the food? <laughs> goddamn, mama, come on. Shit. Oh, you motherfucker, you shit. Oh, goddamn it. Shit. Pass shit, nigga, kiss my ass. <laughs> Better get that meat down that bone, motherfucker. What you think you're doing? Shit. Right? And I got an auntie, man. My aunt man seen, man, can suck a neck bone. It's a work of art. <laughs> I mean, she can fuck with a neck bone, bro. She'd be all in and get that white shit out of the stuff. <laughs> Throw it to the dog, Jack. The dog look at it like. What am I supposed to do with that motherfucker? <laughs> Different lifestyles. See, white folks don't play enough. They don't relax. They don't know how to play the dozens, nothing. Right? They get uptight. You tell a white dude, go fuck yourself. I'll fuck you, motherfucker. He get very offended. I beg your pardon. I mean, as supervisor here, I don't believe that kind of language is necessary. We certainly can communicate on a higher plane than that. <laughs> well, don't say nothing about their mom. They go, my mom? She was a great old gal. <clears throat> White folks fuck quiet, too. Right? I've seen y'all in the movies. You don't make no noise. I go to the movies. I be watching white folks. and be... Niggas make noise. Be, oh, you motherfucker. Oh, goddamn, man. Oh, don't move now, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> A lot of you people look at me. I see some people in the audience, older people in the audience, be going, mm, mm, mm. Boy, you ought to be shaming yourself. I ain't lying, Junior. <laughs> That's the way my grandmother treats me, right? <laughs>
I don't want to upset you guys. I'm not. All right, that was Richard Pryor. Black and white lifestyles. Uh, you know, I, I disagree sometimes, you know, with some of that stuff there, Rich. We got playoffs. Uh-oh. Oh, and you know what happens in playoffs. I do. Uh, uh, it's uh, football. Do, now, we made predictions last week, right? We did. What What was the results? All right, the results. Make America trap again. Make America trap. Of the champion or the divisional round of the NFL playoffs are as followed. The Rams lost to the Packers. Of the Packers. I believe we both went with the Packers. The New Orleans Saints lost. They lost. To the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, didn't I say a pirate would beat a saint any day? No, I think you won with the saints. That's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) A saint will beat a pirate. (laughs) And the Buffalo Bills. Oh, shit. Beat the Baltimore Ravens. That one you got. Well, I went with the Ravens. You went with them Buffalo boys. Can't lose. Yep. And the Cleveland Browns. Lost a squeaker to the Chiefs. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. Couldn't go against Couldn't the Chiefs. Couldn't go on against that the one. Chiefs, baby. Yeah, so I was three for four. You were two for two. Two for four. Two for four. No. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, you know more about it than I do. I was just making random guesses because that's what I do based on the teams. So now we've got the championship games lined up for tomorrow. Oh, shit. We've got Brady. Versus Rodgers oh. on the tundra of Green Bay. Really? Yep. Now, as much as I would like to see Tampa Bay win this game, they're not. No. They're not. The t- uh, the Green Bay's just been too good. Oh. And they're, they're, they've just got everything clicking on all cylinders on the NFC doing side. Doing that good, huh? They're, they're doing real well. They, they made it look easy again last week. Shit. And uh, what are you doing, what are Paul? What are you doing, Paul? Paul, what are you eating? Oh, sorry, sorry, folks, but I got Poe here. That's all right. like he's eating on his goddamn chest. Yep. You are, you motherfucker. Oh, shit. No. No. Oh, Poe got disciplined. Don't run to me. I ain't going to save you. Do not chew. You know how I feel about that shit. Nope. Yeah, you're going to lay down there. Lay down. Go to sleep. He's like, but daddy, daddy, did I really do that? Yes, Yes, you did. You did. You sorry, did. sorry, everybody. That's all right, folks. You got to know. This is what happens when... Oh, he got uh, so sad he peed. And he piddled. Oh. Well, that I can't blame him for. No, that's a, that's a dog function. Yeah. All right. So, all right, well, uh, uh, and, and, and... Where was I, Andy? You go ahead oh, and talk. I'll in the AFC, the... we've got the Chiefs now against the Bills. Now, Mahomes got hurt last week. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, Mahomey. Oh, shit. Yep, for the Chiefs. And they had Chad anything good as possible <laughs> come in and win the game for him. But I uh I I I put I, I put every nickel on the dollar that even if Mahomes had his brain leaking out of his skull last week after the concussion that you know that he got <laughs> he is gonna play this weekend. Oh, is he? They pay him way too much money. They pay doctors not enough money to say he's okay, and uh, he'll play. He'll play. Yeah, that's what happens in the NFL. They say that they're all 
safety protocols and all that, but oh no. Nope. He ain't not in the NFL. Roger Goodell's like, he's good, right? He's good. <laughs> like, right, Doc? Right, Doc? Can he talk? Right, Doc? He's good. Nah, you're not making it home. <laughs> right, Doc? <laughs> yeah. I got the money. So, uh, oh. so I don't know, man. I, I don't know with that game. That's going to be a good game, man. Buffalo's playing real well. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, We'll see. Go Buffalo, though. Go Buffalo, Go Buffalo. Baby. Go you Buffs. You know, I, I, and, and I don't mind seeing the Chiefs get in either. You know, the Chiefs yeah. and Green Bay would be a great game. Yeah. So, either way on the AFC side, I'm going to be rooting for you against, unless it's the Bucks that win, but I don't think they're good. I don't think they have much of a chance. No. You know, when you got Brady, though, you always got a chance. You do? You always got a chance with Tom Brady at the helm. So, uh. That's that's the football that's news. That's the football news, huh? We also got a big fight tonight with that jackass Conor McGregor oh, going against shit. some other guy. Um, I don't know his name. You know um, Conor McGregor's probably going to win. I don't like Conor McGregor. I really hope he loses. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't, I don't like his person. personality. I don't like him as a person. We've never met. Nope. But I don't I don't much care for his, his, his like and such. There's some people that you know you just don't like. Only time that I ever wished that he won was when he was fighting Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> and he did not. So... Damn you! Right? Damn you! Oh, man. So, uh, why don't we, uh, get back to some comedy here. Let's see, you, uh, it's my turn now. Yep. So, I'm gonna go with my next pick, and, uh, that is Mr. Dave Attell, who just happens to be number 68 on the Comedy Central's Top 100. And, uh... He was uh, okay. He was all right. Insomniac was, was an all right show. I, you know, did I love him? Nah, but I can't. You know, nothing wrong with the guy. No, Here you go. drink it up, people. Drink it up. Yeah. Here's some drinking tips: Never get drunk when you're wearing a hooded sweatshirt, because you will eventually think there's someone right behind you. Here's something else I've learned: drunk. There's no way ever to talk your way out of wiping your ass on someone's pillow. <laughs> Even if you yell surprise. Own up to it, be a man. You ever black out when you're drinking, or as I call it, time travel? Yeah. You're in a bar, you're drinking, you black out. You wake up, you're in another bar. You're drinking, you black out. You wake up, you're in McDonald's. Working there about three years, still not assistant manager. You want to quit, but you're banging that girl on the fry later. They say she's retarded, but those titties ain't retarded. Oh. I'm sorry, is that an Eminem tune? I don't know. Yeah. You guys are drunk too, this is good. Where are the drunks? Here? Where are they? How about the potheads? Are the potheads around here? There you go. We finally meet. The drunks and the potheads, they rarely get together, except on that show, Blind Date. <laughs> now, I'm a drinker, man. There's only one drink I don't like. Eggnog. How did they think that up? I want to get a little drunk, but I also want some pancakes. 
You know what eggnog really is? You're not going to want to hear it, but I'll tell you. Elf cum. That's what it is. You might as well pour it on your back and slap yourself on the ass. But I don't want to tell you how to live your life, all right? You do what you do, all right? All the great writers were alcoholics, am I right? Hemingway, that other guy. Where are the great pothead writers? I'm sure they're out there, but do you really want to read a whole book by a pothead? 500 pages on why if you put a hat and glasses on a dog, it looks like he could drive a truck. Nobody cares. But I think pot should be legal. I do. And I think if your cousin is super hot, you should be able to fuck one time. All right, I took it a little too far. Sorry. Tell. Dave Attell. I love him. I don't care. It's all right. It's he's, all right. He's good. It's hit and miss sometimes, but it's if you get if you can get your mind down to that lowest common denominator, you're gonna laugh at most of his jokes. <laughs> I know that time travel thing, though. I know it all oh, too well. Oh, very well. Oh, so uh, I saw you looking at uh, some 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 news. Is that what we got going on there? Oh, you know the idiots they run amongst us in the home. Oh man. And uh, I haven't left the house much anymore. I don't do that. No. You know, so I have to get my entertainment otherwise. <laughs> you know, such as from the good people at the smoking gun. Pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> While paramedics were on a call in Texas on the January of the twenty-first. This Texas man decided he was going to jump into the ambulance and drove the vehicle with its lights flashing to a jack-in-the-box. Now, I've never been to a jack-in-the-box. A jack-in-the-box? I've, uh, I've never been Florida? there. I've, but, um, you know, he needed some jack-in-the-box. Had no way of getting there. Thought if he takes the ambulance, he will um, he will get there quicker. <laughs> get his well, food fast. Guess what? The cops did not agree. According to the police, Ronaldo Leonard, 36, was charged Thursday with a felony theft in connection with the ambulance heist. The stolen vehicle valued at the excess of $150,000 was tracked to a jack-in-the-box where Leonard was at the drive-up ordering food with the emergency lights. The restaurant is more than four miles from where the fire department ambulance was stolen. Leonard, he, uh... In, in light of the of Leonard's primitive, uh, that's enough of that. We don't that's need. That's enough. Of him. We don't that's need enough. the guy stole an yeah. ambulance to get fast food. That's the fucking fucked up Florida people. All right. Yeah, this was Texas. Same this wasn't Florida. Damn it. See now, uh, I hear the Dick Hunter. He he knows all about. Dick Florida. Hunter knows all about that Florida place. I know a little bit. I was there for a year. I've seen the stupidity firsthand. How about this one? A sex crime. A sex crime. Oh, God. Now, this isn't one of those sex crimes with the kids or the trafficking. You know, those are are some real sex crimes. These two, (laughs) they decided the South Carolina couple is facing indecent exposure charges after allegedly. 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 Filmed themselves engaged in a sexual act inside of a glass gondola on the Myrtle Beach Skywheel. (laughs) Well, you got to do mm, it. No video do it. of it, huh? Uh, they didn't put the video? Nope. What the hell? Nope. God damn it. 
Yep. Up your, uh, Lori swag. Harmon and her husband Eric, both 36. Oh, uh, you know, come on. They, they just wanted to have a little excitement on the gondola. You know, I mean, the wife looks all right. I wouldn't want to see the dude naked, probably, but. I mean, you know. he might have a nice butt. We don't know. Yeah. Well, we're there in view of the public earlier this month, where Lori exposed her breastuses and breasts. performed oral sex on Ooh. her spouse, Hello. whose penis was exposed. Well, I hope so if she was giving a man. <laughs> it's kind of hard to do between the pants. <laughs> the explicit activity was recorded and uploaded to an adult website where it was viewed by the Myrtle Beach Police Department. What were they doing on What Florida? were they doing there? <laughs> They're like, wait, wait, we know this place. Wait a minute. When wait, was this, this uploaded? I know this person. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> I want to be that cop that gets to sit on Pornhub all day looking for fucking people. <laughs> that would be tough. I don't think I could do that. No. I think it would ruin it for You're everybody. Like, you, sir, have to get watch Pornhub all day and you can't masturbate. Sorry. Fuck! How much am I getting paid? Not enough? I'm coming all over this desk. <laughs> Under the name Lucky Lacey, the Harmons posted about 140 explicit videos to Pornhub. Hello. Oh, so they've, uh, they seem to have a little, uh... They're a frequent, a frequenter yeah. of, uh, the old hub of porn. 11,000 subscribers and 2.7 million views before what? they're recently disappeared. The cops had to watch it six times before they <laughs> fucking, you know, did anything about yeah. it. Cat's version of Pornhub's page noted that we are a married couple and have been together for 18 years. We absolutely love sex and love getting risky in public. Aw, shit. The duo's OnlyFans account subscription is worth a cost of $5 per month. Appears to be still on. So if you guys want to see our friends here, uh, Lori and Eric, you know, I'm I'm sure that they got a couple of fives they're going to have to pay. Go go support them. Go support them if you want your content to keep getting uploaded. Yep. You know, they can't do it behind bars, people. They separate them. And that's a whole other kind of video. You don't want to watch that. Unless you're into that kind of thing. I don't know. I don't like sword fighting. So this isn't the first time, it seems, that the uh, the Myrtle Beach Skywheel has had an incident. They have a subscription, huh? <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. You can get that. I can they, send they you the link here. A month. Play that shit. Yep. So in 2016, another couple was arrested for having sex. Inside the glass walled cabin on the 550 foot Public observation spot. wheel. <laughs> oh, this is no, they were arrested oh. in Las Vegas for doing it. Oh, Jesus. Yep, that's gonna happen. Yep. You're not allowed to have the sex in the public. They're going on public I, sex crawls, is what they're doing. They're gonna go yeah. to the best spot. And they, all they, they got places for this, guys. They yeah. got places for this. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you can you rent know, out a, a, a place to go and fuck yep. and everything. And, and you can even have people watch. Yeah. Shit. Five dollars a month, baby. They're only fans. They got that shit. <laughs> and do we have any anything else? Anything that, that could top public sex and cops watching Pornhub. Hmm. The headline here reads: Cops, couple tangled over testicle jibe. Oh, wait a minute. Now, I what don't. Kind of jibe is that I don't. Like I'm not sure what that is. A jibe. Last I knew, it was a joke. But testicles are mainly jokes, anyway. So. The dispute started with a impolitic remark about a lone testicle record show. What? 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 Curtis what? McCoy, 46, and his husband of 10 years got into an altercation, an argument, 
a, a dispute last Sunday, which escalated because, you know, alcohol was, was involved. Oh, of course. Seems that Merrill, Myrtle Beach is seeing, I always want to call it Merrill Beach. <laughs> Myrtle Beach is uh, seeing some action. God damn. Well, they were arguing when McCoy allegedly, allegedly, brought up how his victim only has a one nut. And calls the victim to get upset. They're like, ha ha, one nut Sally. <laughs> As a dispute, they continued. The victim pointed his finger at McCoy and says, back at his spouse, cops say. McCoy allegedly grabbed his husband's finger and twisted it, causing him pain. Uh-oh. After initially delaying the police that he had touched his spouse, McCoy reportedly said, I only grabbed his finger and twisted it when he pointed it at me. And he added that the couple learned their lesson from the last time they both got arrested for domestic <laughs> violence. Maybe they shouldn't have two bulls in a relationship. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. One of you needs to be the female, like the, the feminine one. Well, that's that really wasn't all that exciting. But no. that, that's some more. But that, that public sex one where the cops m- had to watch yeah. a dozen times. That's, you know. that's some morons in the news for you. Gotta love it. I don't think I'm allowed to say that. I do believe that term might be copywritten. What's that? The the. Say it again. Some uh, people that do stupid things <laughs> in the states of America. Okay. <laughs> and some comedy. Some comedy. Oh, who do I got left? I ah, but I can let's... tell you, Andy Kaufman's number 33 on that list. Really? Yeah. He doesn't even belong in the top 200. What, what are you chewing on now? Jim Carrey. Mm. Jim Carrey started out as a stand-up. Poe, Poe, what are you chewing on? Everything I'm not supposed to. Daddy. Everything you're not supposed to. That is not what you're supposed to be chewing on. Sorry, there we no, go. That's all right. Let's see. Who do we got? Oh, uh, we're going with Maria Bamford with one of this is honestly. I, I'll probably still laugh my fucking head off at this because <laughs> it is that funny. So I, I, I was one day I was feeling really down at work and um I uh. I was feeling kind of done. I was drinking non-dairy creamer straight from the carton. And uh, that's a bad day. And um, this girlfriend came up to me and she said, Hey, Maria, I've been taking this class. It's really changed my life. Would you like to come to a newcomer's class at 7.30 p.m.? There's no obligation. And it's free. Sure, I'll join your cult. (laughs) Sounds great. And uh, I went. I went to the cult because they said they had free food, and that's my religion. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, they sat me down with the crazy cult lady, and she said, uh, Maria, what's something you want to make manifest in your life? I'd like a new car. What do you really want? A new, new car. What do you really want? A Toyota 4Runner SR5 Limited the leather interior that runs on dreams and starlight? <laughs> she got mad at me because I did not have the cash for the brainwash weekend. Maria, let's think of all the ways we can get $495 tonight. Do you have a charge card? Nope. Do you have anything you could sell? I bet my soul might be worth something. (laughs) Is there anyone you can borrow it from? Oh, man, if you could spot me. (laughs) Maria, what are you afraid of? Bears. (laughs) What are you afraid of? 
the North American grizzly. What are you afraid of? I am most afraid of being sucked into a crazy, creepy cult. <laughs> and uh, she told me, and this is something they'll tell you if you try to, if you get into a cult. She told me I was afraid of success, and that's why I didn't want to join the cult. She told me I was afraid of success, which actually may, in fact, be true. Because I have a feeling that fulfilling my potential would really cut into my sitting around time. <laughs> I got a lot of shit I gotta not get done. <laughs> I am very busy doing jack. <laughs> She's great. I, yeah. I really Crazy am. cult lady. She's got quite the story, too, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I first seen her on a Comedy Central special a long time ago. Um, I love not, her voice. Not that I'm, I'm weird with voices, and I fucking love her voice. Yeah, she's got God, that, that. So goddamn sexy. Like, she should be a, a voiceover actress, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think she could work. If she's not already, I mean, she might be. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to wear down here, and uh, I got uh, my last pick still coming. And then uh, Zane's got his last pick still coming. Or was that it? No, no, there's one more. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, So, uh, let's see here. What do you you think of Robin Williams? He's all right. Yeah? Yeah. Like, what do you think better, his uh, movie career or his stand-up career? Um, Probably his movie career. Yeah? Yeah. What's your favorite Robin Williams movie? I don't know. I don't, I really don't know. You really don't know? (laughs) I really don't know. The problem is, the first movie I think of is, like, the saddest movie ever. Patch Adams? No. It's uh, the, uh, like, Father of the Year or oh, something like that. that. One, My okay. God. Yeah. Like, that shit is, yeah. is tough. Yeah. It's tough to watch. I thought Jack was tough to watch, too. Yeah, a lot of his movies were, like, yeah. some pretty big, like, tearjerker roles. Yeah. I don't like what dreams may come. As cool no. as I thought it would be, I just didn't like it. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I didn't care for it either, really. And that was, like, the least movie that I cared yeah. about. Like, Good Will Hunting was a great movie. That whole scene where he was talking to Matt Damon about his wife farting was all made up on the fucking fly. <laughs> and I'm like, I would have loved to have been in a fucking, you know, conversation with Robin Williams, at least. Uh, speaking of Robin Williams, he's my number one pick. So, uh, I say we keep this movie All here. right. And uh, we're going to go into some Robin Williams, people. And it was weird. In California this summer, all the state parks caught on fire, which was sad because these parks are full of weed. It's bad news. <laughs> it's like even the guys fighting the fires are like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Make another rainbow, Tommy. Oh, my God. It's weird. Even Smokey the Bear is going, only you can... Shit, I knew this. And California weed is kick-ass fucking weed. This is weed that even Jamaicans go, oh, don't smoke that weed, man. It's California catatonic. It's the type of weed you hit it and it's like, fuck. Shit. I'm not doing something. What is it? All right, breathe. And you get so stoned, you end up sitting on your couch for a week to the point where your cat's going, Get up, you asshole! I've been eating my own shit for the last two days! 
I know mellow, but this is fucking ridiculous. And if they legalize it, they're going to have to regulate it, and they're going to have to put a warning on a box of joints. It's going to have to say, Surgeon General has determined this will make your music awesome. Even Yanni. And if you thought you enjoyed cartoons before, like, and if they're going to have ads, they're going to have ads, and it'll be like, instead of the Marlboro Man, it'll be the Mendocino Man. It'll be a cowboy in the back of a horse going, shit, am I thirsty? God damn. <laughs> Even the horse will be going, I don't know where the fuck I am. God damn, I got a little cotton mouth here. I got nothing. The weird fucking thing with these weather systems, the storms right now have been fucking insane. Kick-ass tornadoes in the Midwest. And it used to be in the Midwest when you had a tornado. It's like, everybody get in the root cellar. Not anymore. It's you fuckers are like, get a video camera. Get outside. <laughs> Film it, Bobby. How's the tornado? It just blew my pants off. Keep shooting. Fucking A. You know, the difference between a tornado and divorce in the South, nothing. Someone's losing a trailer, number one. It's like, God damn. The hurricanes have been getting bigger and fucking bigger, and they usually give them names that don't really inspire fear. Like, Hurricane Terrence does not inspire fear. This sounds like a slightly gay hurricane. Where are you going? I might go to Boca, I might go to South Beach, I don't know. All I know is blowing is involved. They should name the hurricanes after the people it's going to be fucking with. If it's going to Texas, Hurricane Billy Ray. Come on now. What are you going to do? Fuck shit up. That's what goes on. If it's off the coast of Miami, Hurricane Bernie. Hello? He took our 401k. The gun is coming back for the house. Move out. Let's fucking go. And when they named the hurricane Hurricane Ike, I went, finally, they have the balls to name a hurricane after a crack-smoking, wife-beating motherfucker. Yeah! Even Tina Turner would go, you better get your shit and get out of the house. Because Ike never does anything nice and easy, never. And the hurricanes have been getting so big that even the guy in the Weather Channel is freaked out. He's going, okay, let's go to our new hurricane weather map. Fuck! This is Hurricane Siobhan. The map is the entire south. The asshole in the middle is Dallas. Back to you, Ted. I just shit myself. And they always go down to some poor fuckers on the coast in the middle of the storm going, Coral, how's it down there on the coast? Not bad. Seems to be kicking up. And then there's always the aftermath where they interview some family standing in the wreckage of their beach house and they're always going like, Hurricane came and tore everything up. And we had just rebuilt. Time out. How often do you rebuild? Every year? Why do you rebuild here? We love the view. Well, you may want to get some styrofoam furniture that goes up and fucking down. Some things that you can hose off, maybe. But I can't give them shit. I live in California. I live on God's Etch a Sketch. It's crazy. We have earthquakes every other day, and you get kind of blase like, oh, fuck. 2.5, not bad. Oh, shit. 5.8. Maybe we should have drinks outside. Let's go. And they always talk about the big one. I was in a 7.5 earthquake. That was a fuck me moment. That was a, ah! And they went, that was not the big one. Really? Well, what will the big one be? Well, in the big one, if there is a big earthquake, 
Nevada will be wine country, number one. <laughs> and when will the big one be? Well, we have a window of opportunity. Well, what will that be? Could be tomorrow. Or 10,000 years from now. Well, thanks for the fucking heads up. Robert Williams. That was pretty good. Uh, he's all over the place normally, though. <laughs> Stand up, like, one joke and, like would be about, like, wine, and then, like, two seconds later, he'd be off on a tangent about, like, fucking kicking dogs or some shit. I don't Cocaine's know. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, it very much is so. <laughs> oh, so uh, is there anything you want to talk about real quick? I do have a question to ask. Sure. Mom. I know that you've got your uh, nose, ear, mouth, testicles, right on the political vein of this world. Right up on them. Right up on it. <laughs> the testicles mainly. Right, and, up uh, the, right up on the forehead. And, you know, it's it's uh, become, you know, I guess commonplace that when a president is leaving, yes, they make a couple pardons. Normally they do at least one or two. Yeah, or 140. Or 140. Um, so, I gotta ask, Mo, because I don't know shit about shit. Sure. Why, with Kodak Black and Little Wayne pardoned by the President of the United States, and not our man Joe Exotica? Well. Tell know, me this. Little Wayne and Kodak Black, I do believe, were on either possession charges, like firearms, and shit like that, or drug charges. Okay? Uh, Joe Exotic uh, was murder <laughs> and fucking tigers, I'm assuming. Um, which is illegal in about 30 states. It should be legal in all of them, people. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I do believe he was trying to get the black vote in case he does not uh, uh, be able to, uh, or in case he does not get uh, uh, fully, you know, impeached to the point where he can't run again in four years. So he's already got Ice T's fucking or Ice Cube's vote. I mean, not Ice T, fucking and and a couple of them other billionaire rappers. Uh, but yeah, the Gremlin and Kodak Black uh, or Charlemagne or whatever the fuck, like all them motherfuckers. Well, ahead of the 2020 presidential election, according to Billboard, that Wayne endorsed Trump. Yes. So he could get a pardon on his shit, probably. And co-signed his platinum plans for the black community. Yeah. Which led skeptics to believe that it was a tactic to receive a pardon. It was. Mm. Makes sense. Little Wayne is not as stupid as he looks. He is a savage Which is really man. fucking stupid, by the way. Sorry. Anyway. Charlemagne, he doesn't he doesn't blame Lil Wayne or, or Kodak for the Trump Charlemagne, my God. Oh, my God. They're just trying to survive. He is actually, uh, he does not give a fuck, that Charlemagne the God dude. Yeah. yeah he was on. Not the rapper. No. Charlemagne. Yeah, no. Or Charmillionaire. Yeah. Which, <laughs> honestly, is not a bad rapper. I'm no, not saying he's I love Charmillionaire. Charmillionaire. But Charlemagne the God, he was on a, an episode of Ridiculousness. With Rob Deere. Oh, yeah, and man. I was he, out of your house that day when yeah, I was on. And with all of us to know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, and I was like, Lil Wayne co-signs my shit. Drake co-signed my shit. I am a good rapper. He's like, nah, you ain't all that. I know. He's like, nah, your, no. your, your shit was horrible. I didn't, yeah. that's, and she's like, nah, fuck that. And he's like, nah, nah, whatever, bitch, just because we're on your show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of got to, I respect the guy for that. But, yeah, no, I heard he's also a big uh mm. 
fake piece of shit, though, honestly. <laughs> I just had to ask about those yeah, cards. Because those I, cards, I, not, it's I not didn't... normal for 140 plus. I'm sorry. Yeah. And nobody, and he is literally pardoning, pardoning people who should be in federal prison. Isn't he trying to pardon himself? Yes, and you can't do that unless you admit to a crime. <laughs> his his kids too. He's trying to pardon them. I'm like, what crime did they commit, Don? They're caught pardon. I'm what, throwing out pardon what, parties. What, sir? What did they do? It mm? hasn't come out yet. But when it does, he's like, but I'm pardoning I want, I want, them. I want a, a premeditated like, pardon. Get out of jail free yeah. cards, right? It's like Monopoly. <laughs> oh, Paul, relax. Oh, relax. You know, so we're almost done here. Yeah, I, oh, got, I got pups all over me. I'm going to tell you the top ten comedians according to Comedy Central. Number ten is Eddie Murphy. Disagree. Number nine is Roseanne. Disagree. Number eight is Bill Cosby with the pudding pop. Da, 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 da. Hey, hey, I don't, hey. I don't disagree. I liked his stand-up, honestly. He was, uh, you know, I, whether you think he... Uh, you know, roofied bitches. That that's true. But um, <laughs> yeah. you gotta give him the pudding pop somehow. Darn. Oh, number seven is Rodney Dangerfield. No respect. No respect at all. I don't disagree. I guess I, I like Rodney Dangerfield. Steve Martin disagree. I think he's uh, as a stand-up comedian. I never really he got wasn't the his best stand-up. stuff. I have two albums of his, literally on albums like LPs, and they're not that great. Yeah, I just, I just never really, you know, I like a lot of his movies. I the guess. jerk was so fucking funny. The jerk was great. I want to see, you know, there's a movie I haven't seen that I hear is great called Blue Heaven. I've actually seen that, and movie. I hear it's hilarious. It is a really good movie. Uh, number five, Chris Rock. Mm. Of the top one hundred, top one. I mean, you know what, Chris Rock is good. Yes, I do. Consistently I do like Chris as well. Rock. Like that's why he takes so long to put out between yeah, stand-up acts. Because he actually say, takes I, his time. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, this, I do anytime I've listened to him, I find him very funny. I do disagree with the number four pick of Woody Allen. Hell no. I, I do disagree. Hell 100%. no. I do. What not. the fuck is Woody Allen even doing? He doesn't even belong in the top one hundred. No, I don't think so either. Um, as a as a movie creator, his movies were subpar too. I'm not even a fan of his movies. Um, they're creepy. They, well, he's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you go marry your fucking, you know... Like, and you see all the weird underlying tones in the movies that he wrote about, like, how he's, you know, got yeah. that incest love going. Yeah, he does. A little Jewish edge. Nothing not against Jewish people. stuff going on. Lenny Bruce, number three. He was a... Uh, 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 is it bad? I'm not really sure who Lenny Bruce is. He, he was one of the first um, kind of insult comics. Oh. No, I was never really into that. Yeah. Um, George Carlin, number two. Okay. I agree with that. And Richard Pryor at number one. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll, 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 I'll take, take that. Richard at number he, or one. you can flip him. Yeah, and, either and, way. And George Carlin is the man. Yeah, you know, you, you I just know that we played so much of his stuff already that I yeah. wasn't going to go towards Carlin. No, me I thought you might have. No, because I, I, I know we've played a couple of things, uh, so I was like, I'm just going to go with the ones I know we haven't uh, at least uh, done. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, I could. I disagree with a lot of their lists. Me too. Like, I think uh, there's probably a ton of people in the uh, Jerry Seinfeld at number fucking. Uh, I love me 12. some Jerry. He's at number Jerry, twelve. George, Jerry's stand up was great. Uh, Bob Newhart's actually stand up was really good. I don't know if you've ever heard any of his stand up. Uh, really good. Uh, I, I was a fan of Don Rickles. I do like me some Don Rickles though, and uh, he was number seventeen on the list. He was an insult comic too. Sam Kinison. I don't know if I buy number twenty on the top one hundred. 
50 maybe. Like halfway there. Uh, Dennis Miller at 21. Nah. Hey, Stephen Wright. Uh, Stephen Wright was yeah. at 23, man. Like, uh, speaking of Stephen Wright. Should I just play it now? I think, we're, yeah. I think we should lead in and, and finish out this song. All right, yeah. Stephen Wright, man. He's got those kind of jokes that I just can't not laugh at. Yeah, I, no matter how mundane it oh is. Oh, my God. Like, I met this I, woman, and I really liked her as soon as I met her. All I could think of, I was wondering if there was such thing as the opposite of restraining order. I liked it because she wasn't normal. She liked to dance really fast to very slow music. <laughs> which I found very erotic. <laughs> Due to a head injury as a small boy. <laughs> I was playing jacks way too fast. Her eyes were a little bit too close together like the headlights on a Jeep. <laughs> I used to call her AC. Almost Cyclops. <laughs> In her spare time, she liked to waste time. <laughs> she was a mail-order bridesmaid. <laughs> she would drink so much, she would slur her pauses. She lived in a beautiful house, had cathedral floors. You walk in, you just fall right down into the middle. We went out for about six months, then she left. She went back to school in Seattle. She was studying uh, forensic astronomy. She wrote me this beautiful letter, and I read it in the bottom. I crossed her name off, and I wrote my own name, and I sent it back to her. And I never heard from her ever again. <laughs> Apparently, she didn't like what she wrote. <laughs> the reason I'm so laid back is because in high school, I smoked a lot of Ridlin. My problem is I was reincarnated without ever having been alive the first time. <laughs> My nephew has HD, ADD. High definition attention deficit disorder. He can barely pay attention, but when he does, it's unbelievably clear. <laughs> saw an advertisement for some invisible fences. I thought that'll be perfect for my invisible dogs. <laughs> I live in Massachusetts. I didn't shovel a driveway once this past winter since I bought the flamethrower. <laughs> you know, the earth is bipolar. So I've been emailing my answering machine, which has been sending faxes to my cellular subconscious, which has call waiting, so in case I'm thinking about something else, I can get back to myself later. 
It's out of control now, don't you think? I heard soon they're going to have digital numbers. My dog has a website. All it is is naked cats. Stephen Wright, he was the guy on the couch in uh, Half-Baked, uh, the Dave Chappelle movie. Another person on this list uh, in our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim How Brewer. Did he, did he make the, he did not make the top ten? No. That's fucking ridiculous. I oh, I know why, because he fucking walked out on uh, Comedy Central. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's I was why like, he make their show. I'm like, why did he not make number one? <laughs> Honestly, he's made more money as a stand-up comedian than anybody on the planet. Yeah. Fucking get it, but uh, so yeah, like that. Actually, speaking of half baked, Jim Brewer was in that movie. Ah, Jim Brewer is a weird stand up comedian. Weird... He is a very angry stand up comedian. Yeah, I liked his uh his ACDC uh fucking uh, impression. <laughs> so good. He uh, he's the only one I know that can do that Bon Scott fucking and 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 like without hurting his voice. I don't get it. But he always looks high, too. Always. He's like, and that's yeah. just the way I am, man. I was born that way. I'm like, and the weed. <laughs> and don't forget the weed. <laughs> like he said, one time at Saturday Night Live, he was getting into an elevator, and Jack Nicholson was in there. And he walks in, and he, Jack Nicholson looks at him, and he goes, you know, you look like I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I got I got a list a little pulled up here. Yeah. You know, some current, you know, Bill Burr is great. Oh, Bill Burr is awesome. Hannibal Burris is great. Oh, I keep forgetting Lincoln, about him. Yeah. Bro, from Cardboard City, man. That's great. Zach Galifianakis. Eh. I, no, his stand-up was on. Anthony Jeselnik. That dude is so fucking harsh. Like, Aziz Asari, I thought, was really good. I like good. Aziz, too. I like him. Like Mike Rebegley is really good. Never heard of Eugene Merman. David Cross, I, I actually, it's a love and hate relationship with David Cross. He he's, does some weird, stupid shit, but he's also had. I think that Run, Ronnie, Run is <laughs> fucking like a better movie than Joe Dirt, even. And I, think, I love yeah. me some Joe Dirt, and I love David Spade. Yeah, I think David Cross was in a uh, duo act at one point too. Like with a st- with speaking of duo acts, you did not know that I had already picked next week's show. No, so we're going to tag team it going Whoa. on here. So we're bringing our best duos. Oh shit! Now, not not duets. No, duos. But duos. Like Hall and Oates. Yep. Oh yeah. Like, like, like Cephas and Reese. Or is, I don't know. There's a living color. Uh, uh, but or, any any uh, okay. duo, you know. All right. Yeah. Uh, like could uh, be uh, Naked Eyes. That was a duo nominee. Yep, yep. Fears for Fears. Yep. You know. Uh, yes, we got tons of people here. Like uh uh. uh Fucking Eric B and Rakim. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you know. All right, we can we can go with that. So I uh, that that's it's funny right. that you mentioned that. So that, that's good. Good duos. It is next week. I like that. Like fucking. I actually thought Nick Schwartzen was really funny. I thought he was funny. Daniel Tosh. I don't love his stand-up, but I fucking love <laughs> Tosh.0. <Boy No. laughs> Who so can't love a guy that displays stupid fucking internet clips? That's fucking. 
America's Funniest Home Videos for Adults. That's it. That's exactly what it is. Yep. And, uh, you know, America's Funniest Home Videos, that's one of those shows that just makes you feel like, you know, you've got some fried chicken, some macaroni and cheese, and you've got, you know, Bob Saget on the TV. Uh, now, not, not saying that the new ones aren't as good with the... Uh, Bob Saget with, stand-up. With what's... Yeah, Bob Saget, man. I forgot about him. They even wrote a song about him, Jamie Kennedy's new song, Rolling with Saget. That was the shit. Brian Posum has been – he's one of the greatest writers of Dude, all time. yeah. His stand-up act was all right, too. Doug yep. Stanhope was good, too. Mark Maron was good for the, the 90s. Um, now I don't know what he's like. Uh, oh, David got, got, a, got, a, got a dog falling off Bo my Burnham. head. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham is a genius. That that man can – my daughter – that's my daughter's he's, favorite stand-up comedian. Oh, I was comedian. like, he's one of those people that I'm like, he he's, he's darkly comedic, yes. though. Yes, and he was in Hamilton. That was him in Hamilton? Yes, yes, he was in Hamilton, yes. No, no, he wasn't in the one that I Not saw. Not the one that no. you saw, but he was in That's Hamilton. what I saw, because yeah. I remember her telling me, and I was like, I yeah. thought Bo Burnham was in this, but... Not that version, but yeah. yeah. Sarah Silverman, I mean, back in the day, she was funny. Um, T.J. Miller, isn't he the one from Deadpool, the one that got kicked out of the movie uh, because cause he's a fucking scumbag in real life? I don't know. I, I, I've he never played, actually heard of him. Yeah, uh, you, you saw Deadpool. I have. You know the bartender. Oh, um, the Weasel. The lines, Weasel, yeah. That's him. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, he's actually, that's why he's not in the second one for more than a couple minutes, I believe. Because he, he literally got fucking fired for being a complete scumbag. <laughs> Norm McDonald's great. Oh, Norm is such a good fucking stand-up act, too. Yeah, his stand-up was good. He tried a bunch of times with his, uh, you know, it's funny that this is actually, what is this list called? The t- current stand-up comedians. But, Oh, this was done back in... 2011. Yeah. So I was like, Stephen Wright is on the list. <laughs> yeah, wow. I was like, what? Current? No. Yeah. Craig Ferguson, Ron White, Russell Brand's stand-up was hit and miss for me. Mm-hmm. Like, complete hit and miss. Sometimes he was funny as shit, um, but most of the time Not it was Not one hit. Asian act on here. Not one Asian act? I do love me some good... There's, I cannot Steve remember Park their is names. A good Asian guy. Yeah, I can't remember. There's a few of them. Margaret Cho that, is great. That, and I, there's something that like I do love a good Asian act, and I think it's because they bring out the Asian heritage. Yep. You know, their uh, you know, their 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 culture. Yeah. And you know, their strict families and. Fucking Ralphie uh, Mae's not on there anywhere. Neither was fucking uh, uh, Fluffy. <laughs> fucking oh Gabriel yeah. Iglesias. Fucking uh, we we brought up fucking uh, George Lopez. George Lopez is great. Fucking uh, uh, I do. Cheech and Chong. Holy, how did I fucking miss Cheech and Chong? Like, they did tons of live stand-up albums. That's how they started. Oh, my God, Their music sucks. Huh? Their music sucks. Yeah, their music sucks. But their, uh, their, their stand-up acts was great. Now, the Corsican Brothers is our greatest uh, movie ever made. Corsican Brothers and uh, Nice Dreams because of Pee Wee Herman. Uh, I didn't mean to steal your money. Hamburger. Another Hamburger. All right, folks, no, that's our show. That we went long show. today. We did. It's fucking um, almost, I think we started at 10, and it's almost noon. Yeah, so uh, your, uh, the next show you guys are going to hear is, is definitely uh, duos. Yeah, so, uh, let us know what that. you think. I honestly, out of all of our clips today, um, I think the Steve Hedgeberg. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Yes. Yeah, my, was uh, probably the one that had me laughing yes. the most because uh, I don't. I, I'm not sure if I had heard that before. Right. And Maria Bamford. I Maria know, Bamford. I that one Maria gets Bamford. me every time. And Stephen Wright. You Stephen Wright. You can't go wrong. You know. Uh, so yeah, those were I think the three big ones we took. Yeah, away today. but um, you know, let us know. Definitely. Let, you uh, know, hit us up in the comments, and uh, we will see you guys next week. 
uh, if we got some time here, yep. we might do a little stream. That's up to Zane, though. I don't know if he's got plans. No, I don't really got no plans. So we might do a little I gotta Twitch I got to take stream. these pups out. Yeah, take those pups out. I yeah, gotta, we're going to uh, try maybe. Like, I don't know why you brought an Xbox. You know I own an Xbox. I just figured if we wanted to play, like, that one wrestling game, we could have just used mine. But I, I didn't know. I no, forgot. No, So uh, now we got we got to get the hell out of the studio because my ass is freezing. Yeah, so let's go. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week, everybody. Take Bye. care. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. What? Wait. What? Wait. What? Wait. Wait. Patrick's like, what? <laughs> you said go out. And I smell a fart. Did one of you dogs fart? I might have farted. Oh, that might have been, 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 been daddy. That might have been me. I... Oh, we got the macho quote of the, the day. The macho man can't leave without a macho That's man right. quote. I want you to do it. If anything happens, I want you to do the same thing with my ashes. The same way. The same place. If it's good enough for Hercules, it's good enough for me. There you go. Oh, have a great day, everybody. Ooh, yeah.